It's Christmas! Well, tonight, thank God it's there instead of you. Oh, Christmas Day, my ass. I'm driving home for Christmas. Oh, I can't wait to see those faces. Christmas to you and all. Merry November, everyone. This is Adam and this is Merry Britsmas, and we are now getting super mega festive with our first full November episode. It's definitely getting more jolly in the shops and streets here with some decorations popping up in the shops and on streets, and festive food appearing everywhere. I've already been buying bits and bobs here and there to try, and I've eaten quite a few mince pies already. I'd like to try and kind of review some new and old festive treats on the podcast, so that may be coming up in the next couple of episodes, and on my social media. But for now, we've got the second half of the second round of voting in the big Christmas number one showdown, a look at a slightly more modern Christmas song from a huge pop rock band, and a fun bit of childish seasonal magic from Postman Pat. Most Christmas songs that we love and adore are pretty old, or at least pre-2000. The majority of the big hitters are from the 70s and earlier, so it's rare when a more modern song gets a lot of airplay and begins its creep towards Christmas classic. There's a few we could say are breaching that barrier, such as Michael Bublé and Kelly Clarkson, but most of these seem to be American, and this is Merry Britsmas. Thankfully, in 1996, Chris Martin and Johnny Buckland met at University College of London and began writing songs together the following year. Guy Berryman joined on bass and Will Champion as drummer to form a band that we all know as Starfish. Well, that's the name they used for their first shows, but only a few weeks later changed it to Coldplay and released an independent EP in 1998, giving away most of them to record labels to get some buzz. After this buzz grew and an appearance on the Steve Lamack radio show, they were signed by Parlophone in order to release their debut album, Parachutes, in 2000. It was a huge hit and they had a mega hit single with Yellow, and their pop rock sound won them a Grammy and a Brit Award for Best Alternative Records. The following December, they did actually release a special limited edition CD called Mince Spies for Christmas, with a remix of Yellow and a cover of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Since then they've released 8 albums, selling over 130 million records, and they've won multiple awards including 8 Brit Awards, 7 Grammys and 3 Ivor Novello Songwriting Awards. Despite their huge fame and selling out tours and stadiums the world over, they've become somewhat of a polarising act for many. Some decry their boring sound, or the change in sound as they've become more commercial and pop orientated in recent years. I still really loved their first few albums, but did lose interest as their sound became more pop and stadium sounding. There's still some fun stuff in the latter records, but they lack the focus and the precision of those early albums, in my personal opinion. But we're here for a Christmas focus today, and they've released one great Christmas original that's kind of creeping towards standard status. On the 1st of December 2010, a digital download only single came out called Christmas Lights. Christmas night, another fight 
Tears we cried a flood. Got all kinds of poison in, of poison in my blood. I took my feet to Oxford Street, trying to ride. Chris Martin said it actually began life in 2008, but the announcement of the song came on the 24th of November 2010 on Coldplay's website with a countdown. When it was released, it hit the US charts at number 25 and number 13 on the UK singles charts. In the grand tradition of Christmas music, the song itself seems to be about a difficult breakup, talking about a fight and not believing she's gone, with a downbeat refrain of, doesn't really feel like Christmas at all. But then they use the positive metaphoric idea of Christmas lights, to suggest their troubles may soon be gone, and to keep shining on, a little bit of festive hope. The music video had a bunch of ideas initially, such as filming on Oxford Street, as mentioned in the song, or the roof of John Lewis. But then they filmed on the South Bank in London. It appears to be one continuous shot, but there seems to be some hidden cuts, with the band performing beside the River Thames. Within the video, there's also a bunch of Elvis impersonators, one of which is secretly played by the actor Simon Pegg, and a hundred Coldplay fans who release balloons over the river. I really like this song. It's a mixture of melancholy and hope, it's sweet and the chorus really gets stuck in my head. quite a new song, there aren't a massive number of covers, but I found some to share. First up is from Australian pop superstar Kylie Minogue, who covered it for her 2016 album Kylie Christmas in a quiet pop style. Acapella vocal group Straight No Chaser have multiple Christmas records and actually began life as a band performing a take on the 12 days of Christmas. But in 2016 their album called I'll Have Another Christmas Album was 15 songs long with two extra songs and a bonus release. And number 12 comes their take on Christmas lights using their acapella voices to create a bit of bassy gravitas. Really 
how about something different from Floridian rock band Yellowcard? They're usually quite pop punk, but turn things down a little for this cover of the song, which came about as a part of 2013's Punk Goes Christmas, a compilation record through Fearless Records. And finally, an acoustic take from singer-songwriter Amber Lee Irish, who slowed it down even further in 2020. check out another podcast in the Christmas Podcast Network. What does a poet and his friends who are Christmas geeks do when they get together? They get drunk and argue about Yuletide lit. It's time to get lit for Christmas. Join us as we open the liquor cabinet, grab a book off the shelf, and have a little boozy conversation about what warms our chestnuts and makes us holly and jolly. Find out the best screwdriver to scrooge with. Get the recipe for Gift of the Magi Mojitos. Enjoy a little Peppermint Patty Polar Express. Everyone's welcome at this party. It's time to do some Jingle Bell Jello shots and talk about the great and maybe not so great works of Christmas literature. Hurry up, the fireplace is roaring and Bing Crosby's crooning. We're two drinks in and the spirits of Christmas past, present, and future are flowing. Grab a cup of cheer and find a place on the couch. It is time to get lit for Christmas. In 1981, a legend was born. BBC TV aired 13 episodes of a show for kids, all about a guy delivering letters in a big red van with a little cat. Postman Pat was born. 
Postman Pat, Postman Pat, Postman Pat, and his black and white cat. Early in the morning, just as day is dawning, he picks up all the postbags in his van. Postman Pat, Postman Pat, Postman Pat, and his black and white cat. And has since become a cultural icon in the UK. The first series was stop-motion animated and follows Pat Clifton as he works in the fictional village of Greendale with his black and white cat Jess. Created and written by John Cuncliffe and directed by Ivor Wood, another legend who worked on The Magic Roundabout, Paddington and The Wombles. Although the focus of the show is on the deliveries to be made, he often gets distracted helping the villagers such as farmers Alf and Dorothy or PC Selby. Season 1 had Ken Barry doing the voices but the voice cast expanded as further episodes were made in the 90s. The 90s show was definitely one I remember watching as a little kid, and I loved it. I'm pretty sure I had branded clothes and toys and used to watch it again and again on VHS. It's quite a gentle show with nothing too dramatic ever happening, but there was always minor dilemmas to solve and connections to be made amongst the villagers. The show has an odd running history, as the first series aired in 1981 but was followed by a series of specials in the 90s, and a second series in the late 90s. Then another big break followed until 2004 when three more series ran until 2008. Then another break before the series came back for another two series in 2013 and 2016 respectively. There was also a film called Postman Pat the Movie in 2014, a 3D animated story with a starrier voice cast such as Stephen Mangan, Rupert Grint and Jim Broadbent. It received mixed reviews and bombed at the box office unfortunately, but the characters just kind of become a cultural British figure appearing on merchandise, especially books and toys for children. There's been a few Christmas episodes over the years, but I decided to cover a Christmas special that came out in November 2003 on home video, which was then shown on television the following Christmas, December 2024. It's called Postman Pat's Magic Christmas, and the episode begins with Pat singing Deck the Halls while shaving foam makes him look kind of Father Christmas-esque for a reason. <laughs> What do you think of my beard, Jess? Meow. Wait till you see the whole outfit. I'm dressing up as Santa Claus for the party tonight. Can't wait to see everyone's face when I... I mean, when Santa walks in. We then see Pat's son, Julian, asking for something special for Christmas. I've got lots of extra Christmas parcels and cards to deliver today. Oh, well, at least it's not snowing. Snow! That's it! Hey, Dear Santa, I hope you can make it to Greendale for Christmas. And what I'd really like for Christmas is snow! And Pat's wife, Sarah, is trying to bake for Christmas, but poor Jess the cat has been ruining things. Is this snow? What are you talking about? Look! Come on! Let's investigate! Snow? No! It's flower! Yes! Julian and his friends Charlie and Bill use a trick to go sledging without any snow. Hey! 
did you get the sledge to go without any snow? Easy. I put my old skateboard wheels underneath. Look. Hey. Can we have a go? And Pat is on his rounds and encounters a white bearded man at the side of the road that needs a lift. Hello there. Are you lost? Um, yes, I think I might be. I'm trying to get to Greendale. I've got some business to attend to there. Um, I could give you a lift if you like. As long as you don't mind coming on my rounds with me. That's very kind of you. It'll be nice to see how it's usually done. This man is very helpful and helps Pat with his deliveries and has some unusual knowledge. Mmm. You'll be wanting the letters for Jeff Pringle and Ted Glenn, right? I didn't know you knew Jeff and Ted. Oh, yes. I've known them since they were little boys. Well, I never. Hello, Pat. Got a helper today, then, have you? Yes, I need all the help I can get, Ted. I've got so many parcels of letters, I hardly know what to do with them. There you go. Thanks, Pat. And you, Jeff. Why, thanks, Pat. So, who's the mystery guest, then? <laughs> it wouldn't be a mystery if I told you, would it? Um, must be off, then. Cheerio. We see them delivering things with a montage, and a song plays about festive deliveries that I'm pretty sure must have been written for this episode. Unfortunately, the van skids suddenly and sticks in some mud. Look out! Ah! Oh dear! Ah! Oh dear! But the bearded man helps him out and then asks to be dropped off in the middle of nowhere, confusing Pat. Oh, uh, just stop here, please. But we're in the middle of nowhere. Are you sure this is right? Quite sure, Pat. <laughs> Thanks for the lift. No problem. Thank you. Oh, it was nothing. It's all in a day's work for me. What line of work is that exactly? Oh, he's gone. And at the village party, the people are confused about this supposed special guest. So when's the special guest arriving then? <laughs> Meets me. No one seems to know anything about it. And I've got the train gleaming, but I haven't had any passengers. Well, I haven't seen anyone. And then someone special does arrive to the excitement of everyone involved. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. Santa! Well, I never. No wonder he didn't come by train. Indeed. And the special guest says his farewell, but Julian is upset because... Please! Mum! Mum! Look! Where's Dad? I need to tell him all about it. Don't worry, Julian. I'm sure he'll be here soon. Oh. And Pat arrives moments later. 
Oh, thank goodness I've made it. You're too late, Dad. Oh, dear. I'm sorry, Julian. Is everyone disappointed that the special guest didn't arrive? But he did. It was Santa and you missed him. <laughs> nice one, Pat. You had us all going there. Oh, oh, yes, Pat. Well done. You made a wonderful Santa Claus. Well, but I... And Julian is told something to help. But if Dad was pretending to be Santa, where's the real one? Oh, Santa's very busy on Christmas Eve, Julian. That's why he has helpers like Daddy. Oh. But later on that night, Julian wakes to find someone in the living room. <gasps> Santa? <laughs> Hello, Julian. Dad! Mum! It's Santa! Yes, it's me. I've got presents for all of you. And he departs into a snowy night, declaring... Just what I wanted! Snow! Thank you, Santa! Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry Christmas! Look! It's a silly little kid special that does make me feel kind of nostalgic, even though it was from actually way after when I was watching this show. If you've got little kids, it's well worth a watch at Christmas, and it's less than half an hour, and it's all available on YouTube. The pace is deliberately slow compared to some kids' shows, but I still love Jess the Cat most, getting into scrapes and causing general havoc. I definitely used to have a soft toy Jess the Cat as a kid, so perhaps I'll have to come back to Greendale for the other Christmas episodes at some point. It's super festive time now, so keep listening to these Christmas podcasts. Hello Christmas lovers and enthusiasts. If you're like me and you're always counting down the days until Christmas, I invite you to listen to Closer to Christmas. Think of the podcast as like a Christmas advent calendar. Each episode that comes out, we get a little bit closer to Christmas and it's always a surprise as to what the Christmas related topic will be for that episode. So search for Closer to Christmas on your favorite podcast platform of choice or head over to anchor.fm slash closer to Christmas. Thanks and I hope to see you there soon. And finally, it's time to reveal the results of the first group of the second round in the big Christmas number one showdown. I've randomised every Christmas number one into matching pairs and they're going to face off on my social media until we get down to one winner. I'll intro and play a snippet of each song and post them over the course of a week or two, with a day or two for voting for each. I'd love for you to share the posts, get friends voting and get in touch to let me know which ones you want to win and which ones you want to chuck in the bin. Over the last week or two you've been voting and the results are as follows. 1971's Ernie by Benny Hill beat 1959's Why Do You Want to Make Those Eyes at Me For by Emil Ford. 1994's Stay Another Day by E17 beat The Flying Pickets Only You from 83. 1988's Mistletoe and Wine by Cliff Richard beat The Pet Shop Boys Always On My Mind from 87. 1978's Mary's Boy Child by Boney M beat 1961's Moon River by Danny Williams. 2002's Sound of the Underground by Girls Aloud beat Pink Floyd's 1979 Another Brick in the Wall. 1965's The Beatles, Day Tripper, beat 2017's Perfect by Ed Sheeran. 
1989's Do They Know It's Christmas, Band-Aid 2, beat Wings with Mull of Kintyre from 77. Slade from 73 with Merry Christmas Everybody beat 1966's Tom Jones with The Greengrass of Home. And finally, Johnny Mathis's When a Child is Born from 1976 beat 1960's I Love You by Cliff Richard. So far the Christmas ones are sticking around thankfully, but now for the second group in this second round. After this round we get down to crunch time, so it's the final chance to vote for your favourites and get the rubbish ones out. 1955's Christmas Alphabet by Dickie Valentine. His verses Mary's Boy Child by Harry Belafonte from 57. So the Holy Bible says. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Oh, now hear the angels sing. Merry Christmas, everyone, by Shaken Stevens from 1985. Is against the Spice Girls with Goodbye from 1968. 1967's Hello Goodbye by the Beatles. Faces off against 1999's I Have a Dream and Seasons in the Sun from Westlife. A song to sing To help me cope With anything If you see the wonder 1996's Two Become One by the Spice Girls. is against 1963's I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. When I say that something, I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen, number one in 1975 and 91. Faces off against the original Band-Aid from 1984 with Do They Know It's Christmas. 
1992's I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. is against 1974's Lonely This Christmas by Mud. Nineteen I Feel Fine by the Beatles. Is against 1962's Return to Sender by Elvis Presley. Bright and early next morning, he brought my letter back. She wrote upon it, Return to Sender, address unknown, no such number. 2008's Hallelujah by Alexandra Burke. The baffled king composing Hallelujah. 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 Is versus The Human League's Don't You Want Me from 1981. I And finally, 1958's It's Only Make Believe by Conway Twitty. It's versus 1997's Too Much by the Spice Girls. Twist and turns, but will this never end? Well, my dear, you'll know that he pleases me. But chance and solution ain't no resolution. There ain't no release from me. Too much of something is bad enough. But something's coming over me to make me And that's it for Merry Britsmas for this episode, but wait, there's a second November episode coming soon. So stay tuned on my social media, on Instagram, Facebook and Twittery, XE, whatevery, all Merry Britsmas. The votes will be going up there as well for the last round of songs, so get voting. 
Also, Christmas adverts are all a go, so I'll be watching and reviewing those soon. I've also started posting some merry moments of the day online and via Reddit on a subreddit called UK Christmas. If you're on Reddit, give us a follow and see what British Christmas videos I'll be sharing to give people a momentary merry pick-me-up each day. And a happy blooming Christmas to you and all.